Jackson Creek courses through Peterborough's downtown as it makes its way from the Lily Lake wetland down to the Autonomy River. But except for a few places where it comes above ground, the creek flows imperceptibly underneath our roads and sidewalks and the buildings. It's easy to forget that it's there. We've buried one of the downtown's great natural amenities, but a growing contingent of local planners and naturalists are advocating to uncover the creek, a process that's known as daylighting. Dylan Radcliffe is a local naturalist and water analyst, and he says daylighting Jackson Creek in the downtown is one of his dreams. It's a real shame that in its current state, it's uh, almost it's almost entirely covered as it meanders through the downtown. So um, if you look at Catherine Parr's journals, um, the, the downtown Peterborough was was a braided braided stream and uh, with many little islands uh, through Jackson Creek and as it moved through a cedar swamp and there were all sorts of different tributaries and uh, and uh, little babbling brooks that uh, fed Jackson Creek um, all the way down into the Autonomy River and um, and since and since Catherine. Uh, par trails time uh, almost all of those natural heritage aspects have been uh, covered up Radcliffe uh, says that uncovering uh, Jackson Creek would immensely benefit the downtown so I think uh, it, the ability to have a little, a little bit of extra accessible green space within the downtown which right now is very much a concrete jungle um, it would it would be a, of a huge benefit and might further encourage people to come downtown and um, and use that space. Michael Gallant is another person that's interested in uncovering Jackson Creek. He is a principal at Let Architects, and he has studied the potential of daylighting the creek. Jackson Creek is is pretty well positioned. It runs through the downtown in a really interesting way in that it uh, runs through mid-block between George and Aylmer. Um, through the north-south axis of the downtown. So what that means is that if it were to be daylit or become um, a feature in the downtown, that um, it would expose mid, be exposed mid-block and open up the opportunity to treat a new face, a new pedestrian street, so to speak, in the middle of the block. And by daylighting the creek in the middle, you make a new building face opportunity where they could, the buildings could face the creek. And so in that sense, we could use Jackson Creek to densify the downtown uh, with what's called mid-block development. Daylighting Jackson Creek would be a huge undertaking and would likely take decades of planning and political will. Gallant and Lead Architects first proposed a plan to daylight Jackson Creek in 2015. And last week, Mayor Daryl Bennett said he was interested in pursuing the idea. But as Natalie Napier, a consultant for the Downtown Business Improvement Area, points out, Jackson Creek is currently a very ungentrified, even neglected part of downtown. And as a result, the space around the creek is often used by people we might consider marginalized. Uncovering and developing the creek would have to be done in a way that doesn't displace these people, she says. You know, it's like an area of downtown that um, maybe hasn't been very loved officially, <laughs> but as a result, there's uh, a lot of people who we might consider more marginalized who feel some ownership over that space. So we ask them to like, kind of notice what's going on and think about um, what the development of that space 
would mean for those people and their sense of ownership over it and what kinds of opportunities presented themselves when we started to think about uh, how could we design and develop this in a, a really inclusive way. If developed in an inclusive and ecologically sensitive way, Jackson Creek could become a cool, green artery through the center of downtown Peterborough. Achieving that vision would take decades. But if the fight for the parkway can stay alive for 70 years, then surely the fight for a pedestrian thoroughfare through downtown can too. Now, here's Arthur editor Josh Skinner with an audio essay he produced about the eerie feeling of an empty campus during Trent's fall reading week. The fall semester reading break at Trent University is a time for students to take a deep breath and remind themselves that they have a family and a life that existed prior to coming to university. Students pack enough clothes for a week, go home, and get to debrief over how their experience at Trent University is shaping up. This week is about the people who stay behind in a sparsely populated Trent campus. Walking around campus is different without the students. Equal parts lonely and serene, and devoid of a bustling urban vibe that feels more native to Toronto than Peterborough. Trent is undeniably different. The water seems more still, and the breeze that normally whips up across Ferry and Bridge somehow more gentle. Champlain's Great Hall, normally an echo chamber of community, sits silently with maybe a person or two at less than a handful of tables. When asking students about how they feel about campus, none thought this actually bad. I'm a fan. I, uh, I don't really like all the commotion. It's nice and quiet, so especially down here by the trees and the river, uh, I love it. Uh, I just like the quiet around campus, and it's just I find it very distracting studying at home. Uh, so I prefer coming on campus to study and do my readings just because it's quiet and uh, people are away during reading breaks, so there's really no distractions at all. Judging from the students, there is a growing sense that Trent University is becoming too packed. This could be a temporary flash in the pan type trend as a result of the library closing and the student center still not operating at full capacity. Students had many different reasons for staying on campus during reading break. One of them being that not all programs at Trent are made equal, and that some students do not get reading break and continue attending classes at the university while everyone else goes home. Um, So I'm here during reading break just because I still have classes because I'm in teacher's college, so our classes don't stop. (laughs) Uh, We get foundations week next week, so um, instead of having a week off of school completely, we just have workshops that we have to attend. For some, they are simply here because they are already home. Uh, We both live in Peterborough. Yeah, so we just came uh, to the gym today, and now we're check- checking out the new student center. It's looking really great. Uh, it's progressing really well, and just getting a little study in while we can, yeah. It's beautiful, good for studying. Starbucks might hit that up. Yeah. It's dead. It's ghost town. Yeah. I like it, honestly, because there's less people. You can study harder. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, it's really quiet, but it gives you a chance to kind of check out the campus without uh, all the students around. It's kind of nice. 
Of course, there are those at Trent which would like to go home, but don't have that option. International students who come from across the world to study in Peterborough may not have the money for a $1,000 round trip. Um, so this is the reading week. We are here because we don't know people in, in other parts of Canada. So it's, it's very difficult to go to uh, an unknown place and you don't know people and spend money. You know, you're a student and the student life is not perfect. So yeah, so that's, that's the main reason. It's because uh, my families are not here, they are back in uh, back home, Kenya. So when I, if I go f- maybe any place in Canada, uh, so I have to spend it and that is very expensive for me to afford it. The building that bucked this trend of solemnity would be autonomy, which is one of the few places left to get food on campus. It's bad business to keep the Champlain cafeteria open when no one's here, so students flock to OC and sometimes even play the piano while the rest eat. This journalist wonders if Trent, as it is during reading break, is how Trent was in its founding, with a few dedicated scholars with their pick of the litter when it came to the quiet nooks and crannies of campus. Reading week at Trent is a doorway to a more tranquil era. Students should enjoy it while it lasts. <laughs>